Hey, good evening, everyone. Uh, welcome to another episode of the Lacey Johnson Podcast. I'm Lacey Johnson, in case you haven't figured that out yet. Uh, but uh, before we get started, uh, the usual reminder to uh, go out and subscribe uh, to the podcast. Uh, click the bell, uh, notification bell, so you can get notification of any new content that we put out. We have an online store uh, with uh, my character picture on it, which I kind of like, but you know, I'm biased on that. And support the show with your donations and membership. Join joining the membership uh, uh, to support the podcast. Now, this evening, I'm very excited about our guest. Uh, as you know, I've talked about the four pillars for uh, the improvement of our community and getting it where I think we can go with it. And those four pillars, first of all, start with God uh, as a guidance, as a moral compass to our thinking and our behavior. Uh, second part is just family. Look, people, uh, we need to rebuild our families and have strong families and two-parent families, male and females, fathers in the home. And I, I know there's other ways of raising and being successful with a family, but I think that's one of the things we should focus on. The other one is quality education. Number three, quality education. And I think that's one of the main keys. If we're not educating ourselves and putting value on education and making sacrifice in area education like we do in sports and entertainment and, and things like that, uh, we're going to uh, never catch up because uh, I think we can catch up. Uh, and then uh, the last thing is just business development. Uh, I'm a great proponent of entrepreneurship developing and building business and sustaining businesses and to the point where we are conducting business globally and we're competing globally and once again not stressed but I'm I'm not looking for any favors or handout we just need to get in there and compete and kick butt in all these areas and I say that because I know we can do it so God family education business those are the four pillars that we need to function in. And I personally believe if you're talking about anything else, what you're talking about are band-aids and short-term solutions. So having said that, uh, tonight uh, we got someone in the world of entrepreneurship. A gentleman, and as he tells the story, uh, you will realize that he's overcome a lot of obstacles. You'll realize that what he's doing his outlook, his perspective, his attitude, uh, how he react to things, uh, his tenacity, a lot of it is based on his spirituality. And so I think he's gonna impress you with that. Now, let's talk about a couple of things. Uh, you know, they say, it's not what you say, it's what people hear. And uh, broadcast or so ago, I talked about not being a fan of uh, forced desegregation. And we talked about that and diversity, equity, and inclusion. Long story short, I got a response from an acquaintance of mine who has, he's used vouchers here in the Minneapolis public schools to send his 
children to Hopkins. And he's saying, hey, that worked for me, man. Look, uh, well, let's back up. Uh, my technical background, we had something called root cause analysis. And I think uh, if we do root cause analysis, it's going to lead to the points I made earlier. That, yeah, you can get vouchers to send your children out to the suburban schools and that will work for you and a small percentage of the population. Uh, so I'm not talking about that. That's a short-term solution. We need to understand that's a short-term solution. So that'll segue me into just reiterating an earlier point. I'm not for forced desegregation. And my thing is, I want you to instill or implement quality into these our community schools, the schools of our communities, just like any other community. And uh, I'll tell you a little story, as some of you have heard it before. Uh, we have a food store here, supermarket here. And earlier this last year, sometime last year, I went in there and they didn't have any, any hand baskets. You know those little hand baskets you shop with. And I, didn't, I only was picking up a few things. And uh, I asked the manager about it. Well, he said, we don't have any. Uh, and we're not planning on having any. Uh, I'm like, what's going on? He said, uh, they're stealing them. Now, you have to understand, for me, that is not an acceptable answer. And I let him know that. I'm like, look, just because I live in this community, I expect the same qualities, the same service, and same thing they have anywhere else. And I don't want you to tell me that you're taking these hand baskets out of our stores. And I let him know that in front of everybody else. And my, and I basically I told him, I'm not going to shop here anymore until you get hand basket. Long story short, they got the hand basket. I talked to the security team there and I let them know that it's their responsibility to make sure people are not taking these baskets out of the store because as far as I'm concerned, it's shoplifting. And if you're the security organization looking over this store, you should not let people be shoplifting. And I went even further because I made sure I was talking loud enough so the customers could hear it, to let the customers in the store know that I expect better behavior from them. Because too often we give people a pass because they're poor or because they're black or some other color and I don't give people a pass. I accept the same, I expect the same standard of behavior and so I let them know that. And by the way, uh, I felt comfortable doing that because I know the people in my community. I know they're open and acceptable to that. But it's just that most people are hesitant to say things like that to them. And another part of that is that I know the founder and head of the security team. In fact, and it kind of ties into uh, our guest today, the founder and head of the security team that's providing the security uh, is an ex-gang leader here in the Twin Cities. And it's just great to see him transitioning out of that gang life, becoming an entrepreneur, and building a security firm. But the key thing, too, is, and going back to this point, uh, the security firm there uh, that's uh, looking over the things is headed by and founded by an ex-gang leader here 
in the Twin Cities, knowing personally. Trey probably don't mind me mentioning his name, Trey. And uh, I'm just proud of uh, the changes in the transition and business building that he has done. So, uh, one last thing on the desegregation that people may have missed. Uh, look, and I'll make it kind of simple. I'm not favored for the segregation of schools. I think it's kind of a gimmicky kind of short-term band-aid type approach which we have the most problem confronting our communities. Look, people, ultimately, when I do my root cost analysis, I gave you the four pillars, but if you look at it from a business standpoint, a financial standpoint, and an economic and financial justice standpoint, what we really need to do is desegregate the money. And once we desegregate the money, we will desegregate the neighborhoods or the communities. And once we desegregate the communities, the schools will automatically desegregate. And not only will they be desegregated, you will be going to sitting in classes with people from your community that you know, not from people bust all over the place and half of them you don't know. And I let you know one of the reasons I hated when they desegregated our schools it's all of a sudden all the friends that I knew and, and grew up with, they sent off to another school and I'm pissed off at that. And then one last thing, and it's the same thing, we touched a little bit on this whole diversity, equity, and inclusion. And uh, people didn't quite understand some of the things I said there, but the, the fundamental point is we need diversity, equity, inclusion with the money there too among the billionaire class. And that's, that's the diversity, equity, and inclusion I'm interested in. Uh, the other stuff that people feel some people are looking at, that's their lane. And so that's why I'm heavily involved in, try, in business development and try to at least start, lay a foundation for us to be entrepreneurs, world-class, global entrepreneurs running successful, profitable, and sustainable businesses. So that's that for that. Uh, we're going to bring on Mr. Paul soon. Uh, but the general theme as you listen to me is that uh, I'm always seeking the best answer. And a lot of people say there's all kinds of ways to do it. And I don't necessarily disagree with that. But I'm glad I was raised by parents who always stress the best way of doing things. And as far as I'm concerned, that's what I always look for. Uh, and then you start doing trade-offs from there. Once you establish what's the best way, we might not have enough money to do it the best way. We might not have enough time to do it the best way. We might not have enough people to do it the best way. But at least you've established that as your benchmark. And you put a stake in the ground on that. But I was gonna say, uh, my parents and the elders raised me uh, to, do, to be the best, to be my best, and always strive for that. And this is what I want to say. There is only one the best. And that's my approach in life, and that's my goals in life. So having said that, we're going to uh, talk to our guest coming up tonight, Mr. Joseph Paul. And he's going to tell us about his clothing store, the challenges he's, he's, he's uh, encountered. And I guess the main thing is, 
when you hear a story and you meet him, uh, I think most people will come away uh, knowing that there's no excuse for not going for it, uh, not succeeding. Okay, as promised, uh, we have today's guest, Mr. Joseph Paul. Uh, Mr. Paul is an entrepreneur. He has a clothing apparel uh, company. I'll let him tell you the name. Uh, Joe Peasy Wear. And uh, I met Mr. Paul a few weeks ago, and I heard his story, and I just loved it. Uh, as most of you know, uh, I preach a lot about uh, God, family, education, and business. And we're going to touch on all those subjects here with uh, Mr. Paul. Now, uh, this is the first, very first, remote live interview in person I've done. Uh, and, you know, to be honest with you, we had a few technical difficulties with our other remote setup. And that's why you see me here with the microphone. We're actually on site here in his store, uh, Town Square in St. Paul. Uh, and it reminded me a couple of weeks ago we had on uh, uh, Taylor Woods and we were talking about a book called Who Moved My Cheese where you, things just change and you have to always be able to adapt and respond to change and react. So that's what we're doing here uh, uh, live and in person with uh, Mr. Paul. So uh, I'm going to um, introduce Mr. Paul, let him tell you a little bit about his story. Uh, and so here you go, Mr. Paul, tell them about your story and how you got from where you were, where you were born at, and how we are here, why we're sitting here uh, today, and how we got here. All right, my name is Joseph Paul, born in Minnesota. I went to St. Paul Central High School. Um, how I got here today is gave my life to God 2007 in Gary, Indiana, on my kids' mom's porch. Hey, Mr. Blankenship. Um, very emotional for me, but uh, we get through it though. But hey, I, I got my life to Christ 2007. I always wanted to uh, help the youth and stuff when I was younger in the streets and stuff. I ran the streets and stuff. So I had two parents that worked hard. My dad, he was a dog breeder and he, he was a um, machinist. So he worked at Seagate out in Bloomington. He worked seven days a week and he raised coon hounds, blue tick coon hounds. And that's my favorite sport to do. Size so what God gave me to do for ministry and, and um, for my business. I love the coon hunting fish, so get that out the way. Um, yeah, God gave me this vision um, back in 2007 when he came to my life, changed my life. And I just thank him for that. He's head of my life, head of this business. This business won't be here, but won't be here through him. That's how I got my business through God and changing my ways. And I thank you, Father. Um, so my clothing line is called Joe Peasy Wear, 100% Urban Custom Apparel. So what we're doing is raising money for our youth business center that I want to put up on university start, but every city, but start here in Minnesota um, to show the kids entrepreneurship, how to how to create their own wealth in their own backyard, and that's really major to me. They gotta learn that, and to open up a drug center for the kids is on this perks and stuff that's out here that I see downtown all the time, and I just wanna put a stop to that. I need everybody's help to do that, so hope you all support me. Boy, you touched on a lot of things uh, that uh, piqued my interest. Uh, first of all, I think I heard you said you like coon hunting. Yes, that's correct. That's correct. What does a northern city boy know about coon hunting, uh, Mr. Paul? Well, my dad, he had 
My dad was a dog breeder. He's from Illinois, down that way. He moved up here when I was a kid, and um, he started. He's a coon hunter, so he, he bred blue tick coon hounds. So he so he bred blue tick coon hounds. That's what he did uh, for his hobby, and he was really good at it. He had a lot of champions and stuff like that. And a lot of people coming to his house, went to a lot of dog shows here. There's a lot of dog shows in Minnesota. It's worldwide. It's a big, major thing now. Um, so that's how I got into coon hunting. That's that's what I like to do when I'm not working and putting together this youth center stuff. I like to be out there going to dog shows and stuff, going fishing. So I got a pair of two-year-old, three-year-old uh, Super State coon dogs out of World Champion Blood. Um, and I'm training them and stuff. Got a couple wins last year with my dog, Kid. He's about... Two, two years old, so we got two wins when he's under 14 months, so that's really great. <laughs> so um, oh, that's how I got started coon hunting, um, doing that with my dad. You know, he's, it was very, I was started out there one cutting, I was five years old. Uh, man, he used to carry me on his back and stuff. I remember all that. So I always told my father upstairs, I know I got to do his work, but at least I got my coon hunting. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is great. Now, uh, I'm assuming probably 90-95% of my audience uh, don't really understand, have any background knowledge on coon hunting. Uh, some of you out there know I'm a country boy, so I'm following him exactly and then bringing back some memories here and his blue tick coon dogs and all of those type of things. But we digress. Let's get back uh, to uh, our original focus here. Now, like I said, a couple things to unpack. Uh, I talked about uh, God, family, uh, education, and business. You've touched on a few of those things already, but let's go back to uh, one thing you said, you, you're from a two-parent home, mm -hmm. and uh, I believe in that. That's probably has something to do with you being able, able to overcome and let me say this, uh, and we talked a little bit before, uh, before we started the interview here on camera, uh, both Mr. Paul and myself, I, I want the audience to know, we are from a poor black community. We grew up poor and black. And one of the reasons I love his story, as well as mine, is because we didn't see that as a determinant of how, of our achievements in life. That has nothing to do with it, and that's one of the messages I wanna give our young people. And I say especially our young black people because, once again, it's pet peeve of mine, all they hear all day about the obstacles in life and how unfair life is. And like I say, a lot of times, if I'm a young black kid in some of these tough neighborhoods, it almost makes you not want to get out of bed, uh, not make you look forward to the future. So we're going to dive into that a little bit. And once again, my message to everybody out there, follow your dreams. You could be in anything you want to be. The circumstances you're born in has very little to do with it. It's about what's inside of you and what you take out into the world to try to achieve what you want to achieve. So, that's and, and I've kind of, you know, gave my heads up on some of these things. Now, uh, Mr. Paul, yes, I understand that you had some challenges uh, educationally, yes, uh, but uh, you've been able to overcome them, and I want you to go all the way back. Uh, to your early years in school and when you found out more information on what the issues were and how it was that you didn't let that just slow you down. You just kept going. Uh, you kept listening to the God. You kept your eyes on your dreams and things like that. Well, um, 
my childhood memories of back then growing up and stuff and in uh, schools that I, that I went the schools that I went to back then uh, I had a disability dis learning disability so I had nobody I have no no problem telling nobody that because it's not to overcome when I come to go through to overcome today where I'm at today but um, I found that out back when I was about 12 13 years old they did some tests and stuff I was always in special ed classes all my life so um, back then or whatever but uh, I just thank God I just thank my parents for just bringing me to church and every day raising me in church and stuff like that having the church background for, 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 for starters so I just give, give honor to my mom and dad that stayed us in church and me downstairs in the Bible study for kids and stuff so to have this that's still God in me and that's what helped me along the way of my struggles with reading and spelling and stutter I used to stutter real bad I still do sometimes when I'm over anxious I stutter and stuff like that but um, I overcome all of that through Christ I just thank God for you know having um, a hold on my life you know what I'm saying and um and where I'm at today because I never gave up um, on um uh, on my vision that God gave me back in 2007 and when he touched me so when I started my business back in 2012 so I've been in business for 11 years and uh, I worked odd jobs to keep to keep where I'm at right now um, I got some stimulus money, but it was only $2,400, so, but I, I didn't um, complain. I just put it to use and, um, and make it, made that work and still work some jobs. And now I'm, I'm at where I'm at right now. I'm maintaining what I got through uh, God. So I just thank him for uh, everything I got right now, to be honest with you. So I just got to give praise to him. But, uh, yeah, growing up, it was rough, you know, not know how to spell and read and all that. And people tease you and stuff like that. But I think I had thankful that I got in me, you know what I'm saying? And I went to, when I went to um, Gary back in 2007, I was really broken because I lost, I, I had lost everything back then. So, and, um, and I was searching for myself and I found God again and I really found him that time and I just thank him and I just thank where he brought me from now where I'm going now to help people and, uh, and it's really it's an honor you know what I'm saying to get these clothes do these clothes the way he got he got my brain to work for these clothes y'all it's an honor cause Man, uh, it's an honor, you know, know that I can do it, you know what I'm saying? God give you a vision, you can do it, you just got to do it. You know, I'm just a doer. That's all I do is just do his will. And you see me, you see him, you see my clothes, you see him. Because he gave me this vision. So, um, yeah, so I just thank y'all for all the support and stuff too. But, yeah, I just um, really, really, I push through through him. So that's my motivation. That's, that's how I make it. People say, how you do it? It's him. Y'all, I'm telling y'all, it's through him. If I didn't have him, I wouldn't be here today. He saved me. So um, I'm just grateful for this interview and to um, show, show my talents around the world, you know, for my clothing brand that make a difference. This brand's going to make a difference worldwide for these kids. I just thank y'all for the support. Once again, uh, several themes there to uh, unpack. And thank you for that story. Uh, first of all, uh, how faith uh, has been uh, gave you the strength yes. uh, to pursue your goals and to overcome obstacles. I think part of the issues nowadays is we've gotten away from faith. And you know, I share with people when I left home at 17 years old, I thought I was prepared 
for anything the world had to offer me because of the lessons I learned uh, growing up in church. And it's proven true. Uh, the, I don't get down. Uh, everything's a challenge. Uh, anything I go through, I think uh, God has a purpose for me and that gives me the strength to keep going. I don't do worry, I don't do fear, I don't do stress, and that's what faith would do for you. So I, I'm really glad to hear that. Uh, and we started off talking about your educational experience, and I think it's uh, very, uh, I guess, shows the strength of you and the type of person you are, because if I understand it correctly, uh, you had a issue with dyslexia, uh, and started when you started school and you didn't learn how to learn about it until you were 12, 13 years old. You went through a lot of teasing and suffering and, and, and everything from the, your peers, but you're here today. Right. As a successful, as a businessman, just, and we're going to talk about your clothing line here in a second. In fact, not in a second. Let's tell us about your store, the clothes that we see behind you here, and uh, let people know how they can buy them and support you uh, in building your business. Because you know what? From this day on, you're going to be on the rockets uh, to get this business off the ground. Well, well, this is Joe Peasy, where we're located downtown St. Paul. We're in the heart of the city, so we're the heart of the city. Clothing brand, we give back to the city 100%, 1 billion percent. We're giving back to the city. Um, we got a lot of the brands under Joe Peasy Wear, custom apparel, uh, about 10. We got like actually 16 brands. And um, the NDCs told me that I would never do it. They really told me that, but I told him I had God in my life, so just move out the way and let him do his work. So I just thank God for that one. But I got like 16 different brands. We got the Minnesota M design that I created that I've been doing for a while. We got that one there. Then we just made the um, Jefferson jackets, all over well, jackets. Like we just made oh, that, so you can so you can get them you can get them on on my website, number one mainstreamnorth.com, number one mainstream north. All the information is on my website there. Then we got you're my favorite hater that I created right there. I'm located downtown St. Paul Monday through Friday from like eight to five. If I'm not here, just give me a call. Town Square. Town Square building, downtown St. Paul, right upstairs, right next door to Caribou, upstairs from the DAV office. You cannot miss be glass building with all the apparel that's gonna be in the building. <laughs> but um, yeah, so that's a little bit about my brand. Um, I started back in 2012 on University. It's where I started at, 501. I was down there for, Start, I started down there my first year in business. I made seventy-five dollars, y'all. Seventy-five bucks I made for first year. I made more more money outside my store than in my store, but I kept my store, and it kept me going. And um, two thousand and seventeen, eighteen, I moved on University, on um, Rattle University. I moved up there in two thousand. 2017, 18. I moved up there 2018, and then I went had a, went to the hospital. And I got a, I was with, uh, I had a colon a colon operation, so I had a 12-hour surgery, and then everything was going good for me. I'm like, God, why now? Why this? You know. But um, I had a 12-hour surgery, March 2nd. Never forget it, 2018, and. Um, and I had that operation when I woke up from the operation and I was talking to my brother 
and uh, he just gave me some encouragement words. I just want to say shout out to my brother Jerome, Jerome Paul. But he gave me some encouraging words at that moment of my life, and uh, you know what I'm saying. That really changed my life spiritually and everything. How to trust God more and with all I have, because he's all I have. So that's why I talk about him a lot, because I know what I got through him. It's gonna work. But he wants y'all to know that too through me to tell y'all it's gonna work. Okay, so. Um, Oh my goodness. But yeah, so I went through the operation, you know, and I went through that and he covered me through that and I just thank him for that. And I just thank um people that was with me that was going through that. Mary Beth, I wanna thank you for that, helping me through that time. It was a rough time, but I wanna give you a shout out for helping me taking over that store because I couldn't have did it. And I just wanna thank God for covering me at covering me from that time of, of my uh where I was at I'm five years in recovery. So this is my fifth year. We got one more uh, doctor visit, and then I got to see him no more, y'all. So I'm, glad, I'm just proud of that. That was hard for me. That was real, real, real hard for me, but I made that through that. So I can make it, anything I can do. I put my mind to it. I can do it. When I say I'm going to do something, y'all better watch out. All right. So <laughs> I love it. So a couple things, and you, every time you talk, that's about five or six things going through my mind, but I, I, I try to keep it down to two here. First of all, let's talk about your Justin Jefferson. I mean, that's impressive to me. Uh, could we discuss how much it would cost for someone well, to buy can, this? They, they can go online and order it for $120. They're, they're uh -huh. $120 online. Uh -huh. And the proceeds, some of the proceeds goes towards the youth business center. And uh -huh. the brand, 25% goes towards the youth center. Okay, okay. Oh, that's it. Uh, you, yeah. you, you're giving back out of it. It's built into it. It's built into it. Uh, I, I, I right, right. Uh, so you, you mentioned something else that came up. Uh, you had some health issues. Uh, I think you said back in 2018, and you on you're on the road to recovery, and God has blessed you on that. So wow, you got a lot of things been going on here. And and earlier in one of our conversation, I think I heard you mention that you stayed in a shelter also. Why don't you share that with our audience? Because once again, I, I just want everyone to understand that. No matter what comes your way in life, you can overcome it and get where you want to go. And it starts with what's, well, actually it starts with God and faith to me mm -hmm. and what's there and what's in you. And one of my favorites saying is not what's in the world, it's what's in you. And so I want our audience to see what's in you and understand what was going on in your world, but it didn't stop you. And so tell us about the whole experience and, and the uh, shelter and how did that go and and uh, how were you able to come out of that shelter and still say, I'm going to keep marching on? Well, that's back in 2007 when I got saved, back in 2007, and um, stayed in a shelter in Hammonds, Indiana. And I was in, got saved in Gary, Indiana, when I stayed uh, almost two years down there. I met a pastor lady that fell in love with my spirit and, and me to, set, to, to do her job. And she did a pretty good job in helping me and, and, and um, guiding me with God at that time of my life because I was like really broken. Lost my family th at that time, so I was broken. I didn't know I was coming or going, but I knew God had a plan for me. And I'm glad that when, it, when he came into my life, I took his plan. And it was the best plan. I put my hands up for him, and that was the best time I put my hands up. And I mean that part on that. So I went through that part. Um, stayed on there for about two years, like I said, and then just fell in love with the Lord. 
and down there and, and got revamped into the, into the spirit and I came back to Minnesota 2011 stayed in Duluth for about uh, to 2012 for about a year went to church up there and then I moved back to home here to Gospel Temple Church of God in Christ Thelma Buckner shout out to you Miss Buckner I love you and I stayed there for a long time at Miss Buckner's church I mean a long time and God gave me a vision there and where I'm at today that's where I got this today because that's where he gave me my vision my brother used to tell me um, God got something major for you but I really can't tell you but it's bigger than my ministry my brother always say well, your ministry is bigger than my ministry and now he said I know what he said me really really means and I just you know I just thank my brother I love you Jerome I just thank him for um, being an inspirational leader in my life you know a role model in my life and my dad I thank my dad too man it's like my dad was like the 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 the, uh, the role model of the of the community, but I had the people that love my dad. I just thank people that that you know for that. My but that was a community dad. Everybody loved him, loved my dad. So I just thank that everybody look off after my dad when they see him out and stuff. So I just appreciate that very much. And I'm telling you, I'm just telling you, you know what that means. I'm telling you. <laughs> so now, you mentioned. Uh, that you lost your family? I think you used that phrase, did you not? Uh, when you were talking about the time in a homeless shelter, where's your, you got two sons, right? No, I just said lost my family, right? Oh, okay. Like lost. It wasn't literally. No, not okay. literally. Uh, well, you, I, I think I heard you say you had two sons. I got two girls. Two girls? Yep, I got I got two lovely girls named Tylena and Zanane, I love y'all. And y'all, Ebony Diamond Exclusive Wear, that's y'all's clothing line. Right now y'all don't want it, but daddy gonna get it going for you. So y'all can, so y'all wanna want it. I'm gonna make y'all want this brand, cause it's y'all's, but I started for y'all. And I... Okay, uh, Mr. Paul, I gotta keep it real here though. You got two girls. girls. Where's that mama and why aren't you married to them? <laughs> you know, I, but I had to ask. I had to ask you. Well, to keep it real. We're together no more. But um, she's on Paya Online listening. She she has a clothing brand too. Y'all support her charisma. Okay. Y'all get out there support her. She she the one who custom made this jacket. So y'all get out here and blow and blow her page up because she's she's one she's one special artist. I just bow down to the queen on the, up on that one. Now we ain't together no more, but we still working together. Right now I'm kind of mad at her. I'll be honest, but I love her around my heart. But she makes how she can make me mad at her. But I love her though, you know, and I'm just grateful for her. Y'all go support her. Charisma is on my page too, so man, she makes all the designs and stuff for me. Y'all see on my face, face uh, up on my website. She do all that, so that's the one who do my stuff. Y'all want to know? Uh, so, uh, and we're gonna try to wrap it up here and talk a little bit where you at with your business, where you're trying to go, and maybe leave our young people with a positive message. But uh, before we go there. I think I read somewhere where you had, at one time, had a location at the Mall of America. Am I correct in that? Yes, sir. I was, I was at the Mall of America Community Commons through a program, and it was the best thing, time of my life. Been out there selling clothes from people from all over the world. I had a ball at the Mall of America, and uh, one day we will be back out there real soon, y'all. So pay attention to that. I will be back at the mall.
I want to say a shout out to somebody, Shani, I love you. Thank you for being my confidant. And this been there since like day one. So I just want to thank you. I love you for coming back. Uh, explain to the audience uh, where you are right now with the business and where you're trying to go and what do you need to get there? Well, right now we're at our business. We just uh, launched our website. So we hope that uh, create some um, revenue that what I do need to do other projects that I got going on for my um, for the city of St. Paul for the city of St. Paul some other projects that I got going on for the city of St. Paul so yeah if there's any sponsors out there that want to sponsor me in my youth business center let me know my number is 612-552-8299 that's my number um, like I said, I got the project going on for the youth business center to raise money for the center, so that's a start. That opens up in June right there. I got some clothes dropping on the 15th next month, so we got some Minnesota apparel, the TC and the M dropping, and a pretty on point girl apparel stuff is dropping next week. I can come down and get some of that if you guys choose to. Um, future goals, next five years to have uh, youth business centers in every city. That's my goal, starting here this, this year in July on University, next year over North, and then beyond the other cities. That's my goal. I need y'all to support me, though, 100%. Thanks for people that support me already. Thanks for people that support me already. The ones that ain't support me, I love you, and come and support me. Y'all know me. Y'all know what I'm trying to do. I need y'all help to make a difference in our community. These are y'all kids, my kids. And we're trying to make a difference down here at Joe Peasy where it's, it's not buying an outfit or nothing like that. It's the cost behind it. I don't walk around here for the last 11 years with a back, but a back, uh, bag on my back for nothing. It's a, it's a reason why I do that. I got passion for what I do and love for what I do and love for my city, love for my youth, and love for my people. And once again, your website is one main street dot mainstream mainstream north dot uh, com. That's the number one main street north mainstream. Main, I keep saying messing that up. Uh, that's the number one mainstream north dot com. So go out and to that website, uh, order uh, uh, products. Uh, they can communicate with you over the website too. Uh, if you're particular, if you're interested in investing in in, in his company, uh, you can uh, advise him of that, and he'll follow up on that. Uh, Mr. Paul, uh, I will close our uh, closing here by just saying I'm just so proud of you. Uh, you have uh, overcome a lot of things, and I try to tell everyone, especially how our young people. And I'll stress once again, it's not where you were born or your circumstances. It's not what out in the world. It's not what happened to your uh, grandparents 400 years ago. It's what's, it's what's inside of you. And the first and foremost and most important thing you can have inside of you is, is faith in God. And for me, I tell people, uh, because Jesus Christ is in me. And uh, one of my favorite scripture is, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lead not to thine own understanding. And I always uh, add, don't lean towards other people's understanding either because a lot of people will tell you what you have to do and you have to do it this way. But I'm sitting here now with a young man, been in business nine years, he's growing. Got the uh, Justin Jefferson uh, wear back apparel back here, 
and he told you about his struggles with uh, dys dyslexia in school. And I think he doesn't mind me telling that he, he got to the 11th grade. He still got a goal of getting his GED. But he's here as a business owner, as an entrepreneur. He's opened up entrepreneur centers for other kids to come along. And so uh, I want you to see him as, uh, as an example. There shouldn't be anything to stop you from achieving your, your goals. And I mean that. And so you can do whatever you want to do. Don't listen to all the naysayers. Don't listen to people who want you to believe that because you're poor, you're black, or whatever, you can't succeed just like anyone else. And that's one of our messages this year. And whenever you hear anybody, well, let me put it this way. Now, Pastor, and let him close it up. Look, if there's anybody in your life that's telling you about what bad happened to you and your family two, three, four hundred years ago, if they're telling you the, about all the obstacles and how unfair life is, get that person out of your life. What you need in your life is people who want to know what your goals in life are, who let you know and believe it, and I believe it. You can reach your goals. You can be anything you want to be, and, and most importantly, to be there to tell you how to do it and support you. If you got that in life, forget the naysayers. Hey, welcome to Joe Peasy Wears, where we're located at downtown St. Paul. We're in the Town Square building right here, 230, uh, Studio 230, uh, 444 Cedar Street, Studio 230, right next door to Caribou, Ego Caribou. Come on in and check us out. So this is our store right here. We just uh, created the uh, Jefferson jacket you get it up on our facebook or me up on our website that's number one mainstreamnorth.com number one mainstreamnorth.com we have a lot of different apparel on there that you can get this is the new jefferson it's only you can get it on our website there then we have the you're my favorite hater jogging outfit collection from joe peasy wear you can get this at the store and on the website get that at both spots right there so you know, come on in and get you one. Outfits are 130. Um, the the uh, jackets are 120 up online, and then the hats are 50 up online. Okay, this is where I graduated from my business uh, school right here. I graduated in 2013 uh, with the red and gold seal right there. So that makes me proud. My, that, that's my high school diploma. <laughs> You come check it. us out. So got the Skater Boy swag apparel right here for all the Skater Boys, Urban Bent brand, one of my brand collections. So y'all come and check me out. Come see me. Remember, we're building a foundation for the uh, youth of tomorrow with God's love. Why don't you take us out? Mr. I'm gonna take y'all out. We say a special uh, uh, thank you to uh, a special person in my life, and they know who they is. So thank you for everything that you have been done for me these last couple months. I thank you. I love you for that. Uh, so building a foundation for the youth of tomorrow. We're building a foundation for the youth of tomorrow with God's love. So my clothing brand comes with God's love. And God's love is the ultimate love for all of us to have. It's just, just a little dab of do you of God's love shared with everyone. One love.